Hi, and welcome to Economic Outlook Podcast from PBS Michiana WNIT in South Bend, Indiana. We're glad you've joined us. Each week, we dive deeper into stories about the things driving economic growth in North Central Indiana and Southwest Michigan. We recognize that people consume media in a variety of different ways, so we've created this podcast in case you prefer listening instead of watching. This week, we're talking about youth sports, their economic impact, and more specifically, about the Mishawak Appeals House Project and how it will drive new economic opportunities for the region. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Please like us, review us, and share with your friends. Excitement's building about the construction of a new Mishawaka Fieldhouse, a 220,000 square foot multi-purpose indoor sports complex that's taking shape on Mishawaka's northeast side. We're sitting down today with the developer of that project as well as the head of local tourism efforts to talk more about the project and what it will mean for our region. Please join me in welcoming Jeff Jarnecki, the executive director of Visit South Bend Mishawaka, and Andy Card, the founder and principal at Cardin Associates, the developer of the Mishawaka Fieldhouse project. Guys, welcome. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Hey, we're thrilled to have you. you guys got a terrific project going on here in the community, and we're really anxious to share a little bit more about it with our viewers. I think they're seeing the building come out of the ground. Some people are still wondering what it is, so we thought today would be a great chance to talk more about it. So, Andy, let me come your way first. And, and before we get into the field house itself, let's talk a little bit about you, your experience, Cardin Associates, because you've done this in some other communities as well. Give us a kind of the high-level view of, of you and your experiences. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, we started uh, Cardin Associates out in this industry about 14 years ago. A couple of years ago uh, of that was planning, and we initially started in, uh, you know, designing, developing, constructing, and then operating athletic facilities. Uh, after our third one, uh, we kind of uh, have moved into an even broader uh, developer because of the attraction that these facilities bring in tourism and uh, athletics to the various communities. So Cardin Associates now uh, is fully uh, is a fully integrated up up and down from the uh, working with the community in the beginning, securing the site in a various community, and uh, then designing. Uh, a facility as well as developing the ground around it, which may involve houses, multifamily housing, uh, restaurants, retail, et cetera. So uh, we've kind of come full circle. Um, and, you know, our, our, our mission really is, is to help communities change and be better, uh, you know, through athletic facilities. That That's kind of our mission statement. So, uh, you know, we've, uh, well, by the end of this summer, we'll have six open in Indiana, and we've, uh, we've also broadened out now to uh, Florida, uh, Texas, Colorado, uh, Las Vegas area, and uh, it's been uh, qu quite the ride from the very first facility that we opened up uh, in Westfield, Indiana, Pacers Athletic Center. Awesome. Well, thank you, Andy. We appreciate you bringing your experience to our region, and we'll, we'll an we're anxious to see your, the project continue to move forward. Jeff, let's come your way. For, for You've been with us before. You're gracious to come back. Talk a little bit about uh, Visit South Bend and the work that you do there. Yeah, so we're a proud part of the South Bend Regional Chamber, and there are six members of our team who work day in and day out with not only our 54 hotels that we have within the, the county, uh, but our endless partners and attractions that we have within this space, uh, to bring visitors, to bring tourists, to bring business, uh, to bring energy and life and excitement and really showcase all the things that we have to offer, not only within St. Joseph County, but within the entire uh, region uh, in, in this direction that uh, there are many of these events that 
don't just fit within one county. They need to spill over to multiple counties, whether on the hotel side of it, whether to use additional fields or courts or services or whatever the case may be. And as a result of our team's effort, we're able to help welcome more than 5 million people to St. Joseph County each and every year. And so we work to grow that number. We certainly work to accentuate uh, the role and, and really primary role of the University of Notre Dame that uh, is the result of more than 56% of those visitors coming to our county are coming because of University of Notre Dame. And you know, we'll, we'll talk to you sports here more in a minute because that's another significant contributor to it. And so Andy and his team's work along with the, the vision there in, in Mishawaka, it's gonna be something really additive and complementary to a robust program that we have within our region already. Great, Jeff. Let's stay with you for a quick second, and let's touch on that. You know, new sports, sort of the state of youth sports. Obviously, I think the national numbers say that it's you know one of the fastest growing pieces of tourism. I feel like we've done it well. Give us a little bit of the, a report on the the current state of it, and then talk a little bit about why something like the Mishawak Fieldhouse was such an important priority. The state of it is just incredible. Uh, I think we generally knew and had been uh, had the opportunity to unfortunately prove it a few times over that it was rece recession proof. Uh, we also now, in uh, unfortunate more recent past, have proved largely that youth sports are also pandemic proof along the way. And so at a time a few years ago when everything else seemingly shut down, youth sports didn't. Uh, I don't know that there's an end in sight, especially with the advent of other sports and even lesser extent, uh, some of the sports specialization, that that funnel continues to be refilled each and every year with kids that want to play and learn more about that sport, all the way from the recreational side to those that have aspirations of being D1 athletes or even pro athletes along the way. We have the benefit within our region of some really incredible and top-notch facilities that are available to host amateurs, professionals, and even the recreational folks alike. So whether that's the Edwardsburg Sports Complex that hosts a multitude of disciplines, uh, just an incredible facility uh, there in, in Michigan to the Elkhart Aquatic Center that has had an impact of more than 34,000 room nights in its uh, first year or so operation within uh, Elkhart County to even some of the smaller facilities that uh, you know on an individual level may not be as impactful, but when you put them together, with uh, other fields or courts or surfaces in the, the multi-county area has a real impact. And so you take the Indiana Invaders on the west side of uh, South Bend, along with the Junior Irish Fields at the South Bend International Airport. It's a really robust package that we have within the county and we'll um, are continuing to look to grow that and add to our inventory so as to welcome more and more visitors from a sports tourism perspective to our region. Great. Andy, let me come back your way. So Andy, you're in demand, right? You, you're mentioning you're doing projects all over the place. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, what it, the opportunity that you saw in the in the South Bend region and what, what got you interested in doing something up this way? Well, uh, I tell you, the, the main thing for Mishawaka is uh, first, it starts with the leadership. Uh, I got to tell you, Mayor Wood and Jeff Jarnicky and uh, the, the, the Ken Prince and the whole staff, the tax board up there, they were just been phenomenal group to work with. They understand the impact that this can make. And they also had a great understanding when we started talking, oh man, I think it was five, six years ago. Uh, they understood their location and proximity to uh, Indianapolis, Chicago, and Fort Wayne. 
and you know their proximity to uh, the interstate, the toll road, and, and infrastructure is one of the very first things that we look at. Um, and that was the really cool thing about Mishawaka. It's perfectly located, and we will be uh, obtaining many, many tournaments and things from Chicago and other large cities around the world just due to the economics for hotel rooms, location, access, et cetera. So that was the very first thing that attracted me. And then, uh, you know, just the ease of working through this group. It wasn't easy. I'm not saying that. Uh, everybody did their due diligence. and uh, But a lot of it had to do really with location. And then, of course, the demographic. Uh, there's lots of folks, uh, you know, from Chicagoland to northern Indiana, even over, you know, up into uh, Michigan and far over as Fort Wayne and Ohio that this facility will grab from a local and regional presence. So um, that, that, that was the main thing. And then the vision that everybody understood was also, it wasn't just about bringing an amenity to Mishawaka, uh, you know, for the, the residents. That certainly is a big thing that we wanted to do because there's not, um, there wasn't a lot of capacity up there related to what we do with youth sports. But also, um, there was a big need to fill hotel rooms up with something, uh, you know, when Notre Dame or Bethel or somebody didn't have an event. So we've really checked all the boxes off so far. And, and uh, actually, I think that this is going to even uh, grow faster and be a, bigger, uh, be a bigger thing than we all thought it was. And, you know, I got I, I to be careful I don't announce too much, but we're already talking about expanding the facility and adding another whole indoor field for a college up there to play uh, 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 field sports. Uh, Jeff's probably going to kill me, but an ice rink is back in the conversation now. Uh, we're going to be talking about that again, putting that on this development again. Uh, going to be coming up in a couple weeks to have those discussions with folks from Notre Dame and the local hockey league. So, you know, we haven't even opened the doors yet. We're already talking about expanding. And the response from the local community, from the local clubs, uh, has just been unbelievable. We've, we will have the field house capacity sold out before we ever open the doors between all the sports inside. That's great. But guys, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to go out into the field. George Lepinotis, my co-host, is out to uh, add on to what's going on here and give you an inside look. George, let me toss it to you. Thanks, Jeff. I'm on the north side of Mishawaka, joined by a good friend and colleague that we both know well, Mayor Dave Wood. Mayor, thank you for being with us. Hey, thanks for having me out here. Hey, Mayor, we are standing in front of a very unique facility that's, as our viewers can tell, being built right now. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this project? But before we get there, tell me a little bit about what I'm seeing here in this north side development, including the new water facility and kind of what's your vision for what's going on out here? So, well, this started off as just a bunch of undeveloped farm fields. And so we ran some infrastructure through here donated by the property owners that allowed us the opportunity to uh, build a new water filtration plant, about a $40 million expense. But the importance of that is that it helps service all of our growth on the north side. And so it allows us for unlimited water going into the future. Uh, but we have this great opportunity here close to multiple uh, major highways such as Capitol Avenue, uh, State Road 331, also the Indiana Toll Road, uh, which I call the main street between San Francisco and, and New York. 
the Main Street of America. That's right. Yeah. This is uh, just ground zero for a great opportunity for us to get into amateur athletics for uh, the first time. Yeah. So when we talk about amateur athletics, I'm, uh, what is the what is the facility going to be? I know that Jeff's got the owner in the studio, and they're talking a little bit more about it. But from your perspective, what is the facility, and what does it bring to Mishawaka? So. Well, this facility is geared towards amateur athletics, which is a huge growing uh, just trend out there. Uh, and there are multiple facilities, uh, the closest being Indianapolis, Chicago, Fort Wayne, or Grand Rapids. Well, we're sitting here in the hole of the donut. And so our citizens uh, travel to those places where we could be attracting those people to come here and serving our, uh, our residents as well. And we are, in fact, just a stone's throw from Mishawaka's central business area, I'll call it, the Grape Road area, Main Street, Mishawaka, that so many of us see. There are a number of hotels, mm -hmm. a number of restaurants, and so the, the, the primary user of this may not be local. It might be a traveling family that's in volleyball or basketball or something like that. Absolutely. So, like I said, this is a hole of the donut. A lot of communities will build facilities like these in order to attract all the development that we already have, the hotels, the shops, right. the entertainment. Uh, we have that. So only thing we're missing is the athletic facility, which we think will be an engine, another economic engine that will, uh, you know, maybe put in 20 to 30,000 people in hotel rooms a year and add to our local economy. And, you know, when we talk about the development, the reality is that while this is a part of a, a the city has developed the infrastructure that we talked about here off of um, Douglas Road but it, really this is a private project that the city has given a little helping hand to so we wanted this uh, we, we started about six years ago uh, it, we knew we wanted an athletic facility so we partnered with uh, you know visit South Bend Mishawaka who did a feasibility study we also knew that we didn't want to run it we didn't think government was uh, you know we're just not great at running certain things we know that this is something that's better left for the private uh, industry to run and so we went out and looked for a great operator so we found Andy Card who has multiple uh, facilities in Indiana, Noblesville where we went, uh, that this facility is modeled after a little bit, uh, Pendleton, uh, Lebanon, and Grand Park in uh, Westfield. So we picked an operator that knows the business, who can attract the uh, tournaments that will uh, fill the hotel rooms. That's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about the broader economic impact. I mean, you know, you're right, you call it filling that hole of the donut, but also, as we sit here today, I'm looking at the activity, the construction activity, the contractors, people working, people being put to work, and that's kind of indicative of what I feel Mishawaka has really achieved. What is, what would you say is the key to that success in the development of Mishawaka, the mindful development of Mishawaka? Well, we just try to create um, really an environment where people want to come in and do business that's attractive for uh, really all kinds of diverse uses, whether it's medical, whether it's athletics, whether it's manufacturing. We just try to uh, create an atmosphere with infrastructure, an attractive place that's a safe place to be. And uh, in this case, uh, on site, they'll employ 300 or so people, but we're very excited about the off-site potential that uh, that is generated because of this facility. Yeah. So we're already seeing uh, a lot of interest for the surrounding undeveloped property yeah. for things like hotels, could be uh, retail, could be shops. 
could be, I, I envision this to be a sports and entertainment type of a campus. Yep. We're seeing development not far from here that's impacted because of this project. We just announced here just very recently a $175 million mixed use development yep. that will fit right in with this project here and serve uh, the greater region. And keep all of these people employed and working. So Absolutely. Mayor, you know, it's funny as I stand here with you, uh, I drove through, um, uh, University Drive and uh, Beacon Medical Park and the new developments over there. It seemed like I was taking a new road everywhere I went, so great job here in Mishawaka. Jeff, back to you in the studio where the owner of the project will talk more about its use and how Mishawaka really is that hole in the donut that hopefully this facility will help fill. George, thank you. Appreciate the uh, inside look there. Andy, let me come back your way. So we're, we're, we've talked about this. You've talked a little bit about the interest out there, but for somebody who hasn't seen the site plan, isn't sure what's going on inside the building, walk us through, tell us about some of the amenities that are going to be available um, inside this, the complex there. Well, when this facility opens up and the timing right now is sometime this summer, the weather's actually been cooperating a little bit for us up in South Bend. So uh, later this summer, uh, uh, this will be the most state-of-the-art indoor facility in the United States, probably in the world, and it will contain uh, approximately 10 uh, basketball courts, uh, one with a championship court that will have seating for 2,500 people. Uh, there'll be uh, 16 pickleball courts, an entire full-length uh, football field, and then soon to be added, uh, soccer field will be an addition. Uh, we will be playing uh, volleyball, basketball, flag football, um, uh, all kinds of other sports on, uh, we, we even do the wheelchair championships on the wood. We do futsal, which is a soccer on the wood. Uh, I mentioned flag football, obviously, that's one of the fastest growing sports. Uh, believe it or not, that's in, in the youth sports market right now. Lacrosse, uh, basically anything you can play on the field, and that'll be the indoor. We'll have some retail on the front where people can, uh, you know, work out and train and rehab. There'll be a state-of-the-art, uh, there'll be golf simulators, state-of-the-art, a company called Shoot360, which is basically the same thing as a golf simulator, only it's basketball, uh, and it's it's unbelievable technology around basketball. We'll have four D1 uh, uh, baseball softball fields on the outside of the facility where we'll be able to have little league games all the way up to college games because uh, we're going to build them to D1 size. And, uh, you know, some other little surprises I'm not quite ready to talk about that may be involved around gaming and some other things. So, uh, I'm really, really excited about this. Uh, every time we do a new facility, we've learned from a previous one. And I tell you, I think Mr. Waka and uh, Northern Indiana uh, is going to be really, really proud of, of, of what this facility ends up uh, uh, contributing and being for not only the local folks, but people around the country. Great. Jeff, let me come back your way. Let's go back into the youth sports piece. Um, and, and, and just as you're working like with your hotel partners, Andy mentioned, you, you know, beyond those six or seven home football weekends, there's a need to fill hotels. You're busy doing that with hockey and other things. Just give us a feel for, um, you know, kind of what youth sports does right now for our tourism partners and, and maybe some of the kind of businesses beyond hotels even that benefit from it. 
Yeah, it's hugely important in St. Joseph County and even beyond St. Joseph County. I mean, that gets down to um, Elkhart and Port and Marshall and Stark and on into Michigan. And it's really a regional sort of environment for us that this past year in 2023, we welcomed more than 163,000 fans that came in as part of youth sports. Uh, they contributed more than 36,000 room nights to our economy. And that was just from 91 events. And those were the ones that our team helped bring in. And so that economic impact is more than $24 million. And so the project that we're talking about with Andy and the Mishawaka Fieldhouse is hugely important for us uh, because one, it offers a different level of sport in terms of a critical mass of volleyball courts and basketball courts and a special setting and environment that they're creating that we don't have today, that we have two or three courts here and two or three courts there. This is a value proposition that allows us to uh, have a critical mass of a different sport than we have today, as well as then a year-round indoor environment. And that's really a missing piece for us in the northern part of the state right now. I tell you, and beyond that, their partners at Newton Park, and I mentioned the Invaders already, Indiana Invaders and Junior Irish and Edwardsburg Sports Complex, so many others that host the soccer events and lacrosse events. Byers softball and baseball complex and Leaper Park tennis that youth sports is just tremendously important to the fabric of what we do. And then you throw a partner in like uh, University of Notre Dame and working alongside the ice box where ice itself generates about 21,000 of those room nights for us already. And so we're desperate to find those additional ice facilities. So it's exciting to hear that that might be a possibility again, within the county to allow us to have not only the importance of the timing of those room nights coming from November to March when it's a little bit quieter and a little bit slower up here in the northern parts with some of the uh, the climate and winter activities that, that we have um, compared to the, the rest of the year, but give us that well-rounded, complete uh, indoor, outdoor, robust package. And I do think that this is one of those instances that if you build it, they're going to come. And so when having a, a incredible partner that we have in Cardin Associates in addition to all the other partners within this region is really going to differentiate our offering compared to some of the others that we see around the country. Yeah, and Jeff, I'd like, Go ahead. can I piggyback on that for a second? Just yeah. to give you an idea, without any of the additional things I talked about, I conservatively estimate that this will bring an additional $65 million annually to the local economy. We're going to create about 450 jobs uh, that are good paying part-time jobs as well as full-time jobs. So when you talk about, you know, the economic impact that's already happening there, this is just a catapult uh, to, to put Mishawaka on the map as a major destination for all sports. And, you know, so, but it's not, you know, not only does it fill hotel rooms, it creates jobs and it creates economy for Mishawaka that they don't currently have. And you're providing this amenity for all the citizens up there. It's just second to none. So now people want to move there. Teachers want to teach there. Companies want to come because people want to live there. And you don't talk too much about that abstract effect of what these facilities do, but it's not... These are real metrics I have now, you know, doing this for 14 years, the impact all through through that they can make on a community. Yeah, thank you. That's a great point. I want, I'm going to ask you to double down on this in our last two and a half minutes or so here. And you mentioned, you know, Jeff talks about tourism impact. You both did. Visitors are going to come in. 
but this is an amenity that's available for the community on other days, right? So the, this is not going to sit empty except for on weekends, right? It's, it's, so if you're a local club, volleyball or basketball or whatever, you, you know, the community. And so just speak to that for a second about the, the amenity that the community has to use as well, in addition to visitors coming to use it. Well, one of the things you have to do at these facilities to make sure they're sustainable is you, you can't have downtime. We call it dwell time. So basically what's so great about these is, for example, when other sports or Notre Dame is having, um, you know, events or whatever, that's when we focus on the local leagues, the regional leagues and the local tournaments. And so uh, they're busy filling hotel rooms up then. And when their seasons are over, whether it's basketball, football, or whatever it may be, our busy season is basically April through July. So we're filling hotel rooms up and keeping the facility busy with tournaments April through July. But we never stop the local presence, especially now with pickleball, because in our numbers, we never added pickleball numbers uh, because that was a change we made, you know, before all these next have come out. But I plan on hosting pro tournaments, which has never happened in Indiana before out of this facility. So when you start adding all these extra things together, I don't know that there really will be a time that the facility is ever empty or shut down. And that's key to making it successful because during the day you get the empty nester and the folks that want to play pickleball and work out. So real quick, the way the timing works is when school is in session, the busy time for the facility is basically three o'clock till 10 o'clock at night. During the summertime, we are flat out busy from eight in the morning till about 10 o'clock at night because of our camps and our tournaments. Awesome. Great. That, that Awesome. We're really excited about the project, guys. Thank you both for your good work on this. We're excited to see this come out of the ground. As Andy uh, mentioned, uh, later this year, it'll be ready and they're already starting to book. So uh, be sure to uh, be reaching out and watch the progress. Guys, thanks for joining me uh, today. And we'll look forward to having you back when it's open to give a, a, a completed look to everybody else. Love Thank it. You. Thanks for having me. So that's it for our show today. On behalf of the entire team here at WNIT PBS Michiana, we want to thank you for watching on WNIT or listening to our podcast. To watch this episode again or any of our past episodes, you can find the Economic Outlook at WNIT.org or find our podcast on most major podcast platforms. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. I'm Jeff Ray. I'll see you next time. This WNIT local production has been made possible in part by viewers like you. Thank you.